2: ...famous Quiz Kids.
3: And here's your first question, Quiz Kids. What is wrong with this statement? On his first visit to the farm, little Johnny was so unafraid, he walked right up to the muley cow and hung his hat on a horn yes sir that's a question straight from the farm and while you quiz kids are thinking about that one i want to invite all you listeners to go back to the farm with us right now you know since school is out and everyone's thinking about the country and the farm we're going to see just how much or how little these city quiz kids know about rural life and we have a whole farm question session lined up so everybody slip on their overalls and straw hats while we're having roll call first we have Farmer Joel. I'm Joel Kupperman. I'm
0: 14 years old, and I'm a junior at Roosevelt High School. Farmer Patrick.
1: I'm Patrick Owen Conlon. I'm 13 years old, and in the fall, I'll be in a freshman at Kellymet High School in Chicago. Good for you, Pat. And Farmer Mark. I'm Mark Mullen. I'm nine
4: years old, and I go to the University of Chicago Laboratory School.
3: And a brand-new quiz kid, Farmerette Marlene.
2: I'm Marlene Richmond. I'm 15 years old and 3A at Roosevelt High School.
3: And a little half-pint farmer, Melvin.
5: I'm Melvin Myers, and I'm 7 years old, and I go to North Park School, Chicago, Illinois.
3: All right. Now then, kids, have you figured out that uh, first uh, farm question? What is wrong with this statement? On his first visit to the farm, little Johnny was so unafraid, he walked right up to the muley cow and hung his hat on a horn. Now we have four hands up, or three rather, and Mark's hand was first.
4: A muley cow doesn't have horns because it's a polled cow, and a polled cow is a cow
3: without horns. Well, very, very good, Mark. That's just fine. And Danny's our number one. Say, by the way, I'd like to ask you something. Muley cows and pole cows are the same, but just what is the advantage of pole cattle?
4: On the range, well, you can fit more pole cattle into a cattle car because they can't poke each other, and then it's hard to treat um, places that have been poked by the horns. And then on the range, you can rub... Um, horns down when the cattle real young, but you can't get them real young on the range because it's too big an area. Well,
3: Thank that's sure. very, very good, Mark. Say, we're off to a flying start here with our farm question session. Now then, here we go with uh, question number two. The last three secretaries of agriculture had first names that began with C. Can you name two of the secretaries? Patrick.
1: Well, I can name the present one. That's Charles Brannon.
3: That's right, Charles' first name. Uh huh. And Joel? Well, the one before him was Clinton Anderson. Clinton P. Anderson. And the one before Mr. Anderson, his first name started with a C. You gave me two, that's all I asked for. All right, I'll give you the third one because I have it on my card here, and I know what it is. Claude R. Wickard. All right, kids. Now then, uh, how familiar are you children with sounds heard down on the farm? If you heard these sounds, what would be happening? Here's the first one. Mark?
4: Somebody would be pumping water.
3: Pumping water, Attaboy, <laughs> that a boy, Mars. That sound is actually not heard much on farms these days. In fact, more than 85% of farms throughout the country now are equipped with electricity. Well, try this one. What has taken place this time? Marlene?
2: Oh, that would be the chickens, uh, and they are. Uh growing, or uh, I mean they're...
3: The, uh, what, now, the what?
2: They're, they're cackling. I don't know.
3: Well, now. <laughs> well, you're on the right farm, uh, Marlene. <laughs> Let's check with Melvin.
5: Would that be the roosters?
3: Oh, no, no, it would be the roosters. Now, I'm trying to clear this up here, Mark. They're clucking. Uh, and uh, what, uh, what is it? Uh, who's doing the clucking? The hens. Uh, and why? Why? They've got eggs. Uh, that's right, she just laid an egg Oh, my I thought this second part was going to lay an egg itself there hmm. How about this one, kids?
2: Marlene? Well, it seems a little fast, but
3: it may be milking a cow That's right, it's a fast cow, huh? <laughs> very good, Marlene, very good <laughs> Well, that was a lot of fun. Since we're just starting the month of July, kids, let's see if you can name events that took place on dates in July in the past. Now, wait a minute. There's a hand up, and I haven't even asked the question. All right, here we go. What historic event took place on July 3rd years ago?
0: All right, Joe? Well, that was when the Declaration of Independence was drawn up because it wasn't uh, announced to the people until the 4th, but it was drawn up, drawn up on the 3rd.
3: Well, now, are you sure about that? Yeah. Are you you're sure about it? Well, all right, if you're sure, why, well, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was thinking about another event and uh, that took place on July 3rd. Uh, I wonder if you can uh, give it to me. Uh, no hands up on it. Well... Washington, George Washington took command of the army in uh, 1775 at Cambridge. All right, how about July 4th now? Marlene. There
2: was a Declaration of Independence, and it well, was signed July 4th,
3: 1776. No, now wait a minute, wait a minute. Patrick.
2: Well, uh, I don't
1: think everybody signed July 4th. I think uh, a few of them signed that date, and then some more added their signatures later on.
3: Well, that's right. So, naturally, what really happened was the, uh, what, uh,
1: in well, so far
3: as the declaration, drawing, of
1: you might have drawn it up that day.
3: The, in other words, uh, Joel. It was made right. public. Well, yeah, all right, that's fine. The adoption of the Declaration of Independence. It was really signed on August second, seventeen seventy six. All right, and uh, how about July sixth?
4: Mark. Joan Paul John Paul Jones was born. That's right, and uh, <laughs> that's very good. Uh, can you think of anything else, Mark? All right. Well, this isn't too historical, but I was born then. That's Uh, what
2: I was thinking about!
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Jerry, little Mark was born. Uh, Well, that means that you'll be having a birthday just this weekend. Tell me, now, have you heard any mysterious hints of any little surprises that you might expect for your birthday?
4: Well, my mom, I... I think she was just joking. She said she was going to give me a pair of nylon stockings in her size because I gave her a puppy for Mother's Day. Oh!
3: (laughs) (laughs) You gave your mother a dog (laughs) for Mother's Day. Well, that's very, very good. Now, you kids uh, have probably often heard the expression, dirty as a pig. If you gave a pig the choice of a mud hole or a concrete pool, which would he choose? Path?
1: Well, I think he'd choose the concrete pool because nowadays those pigs aren't, uh...
3: You mean, uh, you're... Well, uh, Modern uh, pigs now. Have,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if you have these modern farms, I suppose some places there might be.
3: Well, uh, let's see what the rest of the kids have to say. Melvin?
1: I'd say take the, uh, mud
2: hole and mud puddle.
3: The mud hole, huh? Mud hole. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Now, Marlene, what would you say? Well,
2: naturally he would take the mud hole because, uh, naturally that's the expression, dirty pig, and... And I think everyone knows that the pig uh, uh, loves mud, and he's just turning that
3: So, Well, all right. Well, so far, uh, Joel? Well, I
0: think he'd take the concrete pool. I believe there was an article a couple of months ago in one of our national magazines. I think it was Life. I'm not sure, showing how clean pigs really are nowadays and how uh, they... Uh, I think that it stated that they go into places where there's mud because they want to, uh, actually they think they're washing themselves
3: off. Oh, you mean glorifying the pig?
0: <laughs>
3: well, now we have one more hand, so, Mark? Well, they'd go to the, um, uh,
4: concrete pool. Why? For the same reason Joel said, they are actually
1: clean.
3: Well, there's a little technicality here I'd like to bring up. Uh, the concrete <coughs> pool is the correct answer uh pat well you... i
1: wouldn't have much concrete pool on a farm i don't see well
3: that. now wait a minute yes uh, they might at that a pig does not perspire and wants to stay cool so he would choose the clean concrete earth, which would be cooler than a mud hole well that's technically that's a miss kids of course we can't get them all so we'll just go along here and have big old time and see how many we can answer now this next question is going to be in the form of a <coughs> relay. All you quiz kids versus Joel. I'm going to give you each a bag of peas to shell, and I'll give Joel a math problem which he is to solve without paper or pencil before you finish shelling your bag of peas. (laughs) Now, we checked with a mathematician and found the problem can be solved in 70 seconds, and I checked with my wife, Mary Agnes, and she found she could shell the amount of peas you have there in 70 seconds with the one half pod left over. Now, I'll read the problem first, then when I say go, you can all start. Now, let's see. Yes, you all have your tin pans and uh, the bags of peas, so everybody get ready now, stand by. Here's the problem. Wait just a second. Here's part... Oh, here it is, yeah. I have it all here. It's a doodle, too. If Pat opened 24 pods in a minute, Melvin half as many, Mark two-thirds as many, Marlene, three-fourths as many, and Joel, four-fifths as many, and if each of you popped one pea into your mouth to taste it out of each six pea pod you opened, how many pea pods would you all open in 15 minutes, and how many peas would each of you eat? Now, that's the problem. Is that clear, Joel? Yeah. All right. One, two, three,
0: go. Well, the answer would be uh, 15 times the total of peas they'd... uh... Uh, the pods they'd open in a minute, that'd be 24 plus 12, is 36, plus 16, 52, uh, 18, 70, and let's see, uh, 19 and a fifth, that'd be 9, wait a second, 99 and, wait a second, I'm getting mixed up. 24, hours. 12, 52, 70, 89 and a fifth, that'd be uh, 446 fifths times 3, that'd be 13, uh, uh, 38. Uh, pods they'd open five 30, 30, 38 like as so. Ps, and That'd be two and a half Well, a uh, Pat would have uh, two and a half Times uh, three 4 and a half That'd be 60 60 for and, Pat And uh, let's see Melvin would have half, half of that That'd be 30 30 for Melvin And uh, whoever had two thirds uh, Would have uh, 40 40 for Mark And uh, let's see Then three fourths Would have 45 45 for Marlene And four fifths that I'd have uh, 48 48 for Joel
3: All right, fine Let's <laughs> right, see how many do you still have shelling? Pat, you're not finished, are you? Pat?
4: See. you
3: You're not fi- finished, are no, you? No, no. And uh, Mark, did you finish up? No. And uh, let's see, uh, Marlene, how about you, honey?
5: Definitely, no. And Melvin? No, I didn't finish up either. How many
3: uh, peapods did you shell? Yeah,
5: I think I've got six.
3: You got <laughs> six? <laughs> well, Joel wins. Hooray for Joel. That was nice boy, Joel. <laughs> oh, dear. Say, by the way, if you quiz kids were really down on a farm right now, what would you like to do the very best of all? Marlene?
2: I think I'd like to go milk a cow and also, first of all, I'd stay asleep. I'd sleep until about 12 o'clock in the morning. Then I'd get up and I'd milk the cows and then I'd feed the chickens. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> You'd get up at 12 o'clock, you mean at midnight? Huh? No, 12
2: o'clock a.m. Oh, a.m. And, uh, and then I'd go milk the cows. You see, I like to sleep late.
3: What a farmer you would be. <laughs> <laughs> a noon milker. <laughs> That's it, dandy, isn't it? All right, Joel, how about you?
0: Well, I I, I wouldn't get up at 12 o'clock, I don't think, because I generally don't get up uh, late, and I don't think the cows... Uh, well, I, I'd probably uh, get up around 8, I suppose, and uh, play around with the animals and maybe... Uh, feed chickens and so forth. Oh, I see. You'd like to do that.
3: And uh, Patrick, how well, about Well,
1: providing I didn't have to be the farmer, I'd like to sleep late and maybe get up. And of course, I wouldn't. Uh, like to go horseback riding. Any of those things, you know. In
3: other words, you'd, you'd rather sleep if Just you were really well, down on Well, that's right.
1: The and then I'd like to putter around.
3: I'd like to putter around. Let's see Mark. what
1: I can find out. Well,
4: like to not sleep not sleep late maybe if my mom would let me get up rather early well fairly early and how, then go, how,
3: what do you mean fairly early want, oh
4: maybe about seven o'clock a little oh, early
3: mm-hmm.
4: mm-hmm. and then you know, go swimming or horseback riding or play around with the animals
3: uh-huh well let's see what melvin would do down on the farm if he were really on one now
5: well mr kelly i think I, i'd have a lot of fun playing with the animals, of course. Uh, always, always. should be friendly, to I wasn't minute. If I have a couple minutes, i go horseback riding. I always wanted to do that. Oh. i had a lot of fun. You how, about to? how about the sleeping department with you else to well, I'd rather get up early. an like. Max, I'd rather get up early. Oh, uh, how uh-huh, early? Well, about seven so.
3: About seven or so.
5: Maybe even earlier.
3: A little bit earlier. Well, you can get more done the earlier you get up. <laughs> yes, sir.
5: All right, that's well, fine, kids. Now a certain party a uh, uh, kind of party in the country and take the following terms
3: used what kind of party would it be and I'd like for you to try to get three out of four because I'm going to do this right itself the first one uh, the terms would be uh, feather stitch basket design what kind of a party would that be <laughs> what kind of a party would this be ears silks and tassels Mark Husk and Bee Bee is right again uh-huh <laughs> what, uh, what kind of a party would this be well let's see now we had three long and one short so what kind of a party would that be three long one short on the telephone what kind of a party on this party line. party line that's it oh my my well now then what kind of a party would this be and back so far get swing in form a star pass your partner right on by pick up another girl off the fly shave and a haircut six bits <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Marlene I think that would be a barn dance and uh it's uh, so what do
3: they do at barn dances
2: they uh what kind
3: of dances do they do? Oh, uh, uh, Virginia Real and... Oh, yes, all right. Uh, uh, Melvin. Square dance. Square dance, oh. that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> 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 Say, by the way, I wonder if by chance any of you kids could uh, call us square dance. I mean, start it out, you know... Uh, Mark, would you like to tackle well, it? I think I could do it Well, all right We'll uh, have Uncle Lou Webb and his fiddlers here His fidgety <laughs> fiddlers All right, here we
4: go Honor your partner on to your corner All man left Grand right and left Meet your own with the elbow swing Promenade round the ring uh, Head couples ladies chain And side couples swing Chain them round the mountain Chain them home <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, That was good, Mark Oh, yes, sir. Boy, I wish I could call a square dance like you called it then. Uh Uh-huh. That was fine and dandy. Now then, for this question, let's see. Oh, boy, here's a dandy. We're going to pretend we have old Bess, our farm saddle horse, all ready to take each of you kids for a ride down the road and back. Now, suppose little Melvin gets on first, yeah, and uh, you kids are to identify from the sound alone what pace the horse old Bess is using. All right, now, Melvin, you're all set. Uh, We're just pretending, of course. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) old Bess has just had a a nice hay dinner, so she's all stuffed with hay. She's nice and soft, yeah. All right, now, here she goes. Get up there, Bess, get up there. the first part be a trot? Trot, that's absolutely right. That's very, very good, Mark. Now then, uh, here, uh, let's try this one. All right, best old girl. get up, and. Patrick?
1: Well, that might be a canter.
3: Well, it's uh, close to it, Marley. What well, could that what? be a gallop? A gallop, that's what I was thinking of. And, uh, well, I don't for the oats now come on here oh, boy. whoa i mean whoa girl whoa girl <laughs> oh boy say are we having fun this afternoon now besides having strictly farm questions we've delved into history current events mathematics and now i think uh, it is time to see just how handy you children would be in dealing with real live farm animals so We have a surprise (laughs) for you. We have five of the dandiest little black Hampshire pigs you ever saw. This will be a pig feeding contest. We'll put a pig on each of your discs, and you kids are to try to feed your pig from a bottle. And the quiz kid, the quiz kid who manages to feed his pig the most milk wins. All right? Now, bring on the pigs. Yes, sir. Here they come. Where are they? Yes, sir. Oh, here they are. Here are the pigs Now bring on the bottles. Bring on the bottles. Oh, boy. All right, now wait till each one gets you the bigs. Where's the bottles? Bring on the bottles. Let's have the bottles. All right watching the big. All right now. Uh,
5: I wait just a minute
3: now. Everybody got a pick in the bottom. Don't start them now until I give you the big signal here. All right. And by the way, no fair cheating. No, no fair cheating. You kids can have your milk when you get home after the yeah. All right. Now get on, get on your mark. Get set. One, two, three. Go. Here we go. <laughs> Get busy there! Get busy! Hey! Melvin's taking really hungry! Hurry up there, Melvin! Oh, there! Oh. <laughs> hey up! Time's wasting <laughs> a- <laughs> now! Oh, dear! Oh, my! Who has an empty bottle? Any empty bottles? <laughs> Oh, this is really cute. I wish you folks could see these little pigs going after the milk. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hurry up there, Melbourne. Man, I said July. These pigs are really hungry. Well... And I'll tell you what we're going to have to do. Yeah, well, all right. Now, okay, give him his bottle back, uh, Mark. <laughs> we're going to have to call a halt to the race. Yeah, because there's more squealing than there is eating. And uh, so we're going to call the race a tie. So. <laughs> so... Everybody will be satisfied. And, of course, we have to have a prize. We have to have five prizes, you know. Well, case of size, duplicate prizes. And here is your prize. It's a pig. Yeah. It's, it's, all right, man. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, a dandy piggy bank. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, and uh, so you see, we were a little afraid your parents might not be too happy about raising a pig in a city apartment, so we really couldn't give you one of the live pigs, or all of the live pigs, and since all of you kids did so well, we're giving each of you a piggy bank. Yes, sir. Now, aren't those dandy? Yeah, they look almost like the little black pigs that you were feeding a little while ago. So you'll have to, you kids will have to use those and save up your pennies for the the rainy days that we hear mother and dad talking about from time to time. Well, that's a lot of fun and I think we ought to give the pig I mean the kids a nice <laughs> big hat. How about it? Yeah. <laughs> Say that was really a grunt without the groan proposition, wasn't it? Now we'll continue with more questions. In order to score on this question, you kids are going to have to sing your answers. You're going to, uh, you are to sing part of any song that mentions an article of clothing that you might wear on the farm. It can be either in the title or in the lyrics of the song. Now, who would like to start it off? A song that mentions an article of clothing in it, either in the title or in the lyrics. Patrick?
1: Well, uh, I don't know how to, I don't (laughs) know uh, exactly the words of this, but I know there's a song called uh, My Levi's Plaid Shirts and Spurs.
3: But well, I don't know the words to that. You don't know the words to it. You
1: uh-uh. can't whistle it. Uh. No, well, I can
3: whistle can it. Can you whistle
1: it? Yeah.
3: Well, pucker <laughs> Oh, Pat, that's a fine yeah. whistle you've got there. I <laughs> <laughs> <might> well,
0: <laughs>
3: <say>. <laughs> Joel?
0: Well, this is an article that you definitely would not have on the farm, In My Easter Bonnet.
3: Well, now, wait a minute I don't know about that Because the farmer's wives and their daughters All get slicked up on Easter like everybody else And I'm pretty sure you'd find an Easter bonnet down on the farm Marlene? Who threw the uh, uh,
2: pants in Mrs. O'Leary's Who threw uh, the pants? Mrs. (laughs) O'Leary's chowder, something something like that
3: Well, uh, let's clear that up now Uh, Mark?
4: Who threw the overalls in Mrs. Murphy's chowder?
3: The overalls, (laughs) that's right Can you sing it, Mark?
4: Who threw the
3: over...
4: Oh, wait a minute. Uh, I've forgotten the tune of it.
3: Yeah? Uh, who, who, who can sing it? Melvin, do you know it?
5: No, Mr. Kelly. I just had something that you wouldn't uh, wear on the farm.
3: That you wouldn't wear on the no. farm? Oh, well, we must have something <coughs> oh. that you would wear. Well, what were you going to say, though? Uh,
5: well, Alice Bluegong.
3: Well, oh, now, Luton, wait a minute. God, I, I don't think you kids have got a misconception <laughs> about the way the farmers dress because on Sundays when they go into the town, they're all slicked up, too, like your mothers. Uh-huh. And your daddy's, Pat. Oh,
1: well, this might be a little corny, but I dream of Jeannie with the light brown hair. Oh,
3: that's a good one. How's that go, Pat?
1: I dream of Jeannie with the light brown hair, thorn like a zephyr in the soft summer
3: air. Hey, Frank Sinatra better watch out. That's all the way really good, yeah. All right, are we all through with our uh, uh, song question here? All right, well, uh, <clears throat> let's, oh, say, by the way, Melvin, you mentioned something about Alice Bluegown. Can you uh, sing a little of that for us?
5: No, Mr. Kelly, I don't believe I could.
3: Oh, can't you? Marlene?
5: I think I could start it.
3: All right, you start. In
2: my sweet little Alice Bluegown.
3: I'm off tune, but <laughs> Oh, that's fine. Well, that's all right. That's very, very good. Uh, mm. If uh, while you were out on the farm you wanted to get up a musical and put on an open-air opera, kids, what opera might you choose that could use the farm for a natural setting? Now what? There's one opera. Uh, What opera would it be? No? Uh Uh-oh. There's the bell. Marlene? I thought uh, maybe... What? What opera, honey? All right. Well, it would be the opera Martha. Well... That was a miss, but then, uh, after all, as I said before, we can't get them all. And, of course, you all heard the bell. That means our school is over for today, kids. The judges will have your scores in just a moment. But win or lose, each of you youngsters will receive a $100 United States savings bond to apply on your future education. And while we're waiting for the scores, I want to caution all you folks who will be celebrating the 4th of July on picnics or maybe on your vacations to be particularly cautious about putting out your campfires and observing all the rules that go toward preventing forest fires. You know, nine out of ten of all forest fires are man-caused. So let's all be very, very careful. Well, kids, here are your report cards. Let's see now. As a group, you missed two questions. And after taking into consideration your age as well as the number of correct answers you gave... The judges report that Mark was first, Joel second, Pat and Marlene tied for third. So you four, I'll see back in school next Sunday to compete with Billy McHugh, age nine. And we hope all you listeners will be back in school next week, too. Until next Sunday, then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the Quiz Kids. Goodbye, kids.
2: Bye, Mr. Kelly.
0: Quiz Kids is a Lewis G. Cowan production. Get your programs here. My Mother's Husband will start tonight over NBC with William Powell as the irascible father of an amusing family who fancies that his iron will will prevail over the maneuvers of his tactful, adoring wife. Also this evening, Risa Stevens and Milton Kadams will appear respectively as soloist and guest conductor on the NBC Summer Symphony Concert Series. Take It or Leave It asks the $64 question tonight on NBC. (laughs)